How would you like to amp up the joy today? Couldn't we all use a little more of that? Well, that's exactly what we're going to do on today's show. Hi, it's Cheryl Sitz, Mario Rosales, our producer, sitting beside me, and I welcome you back to another episode of Exploring Possibilities. This is a podcast journey to remember who you are. Now, every podcast since 2012 can all be found on our website at journeyofpossibilities.com. And we push the new shows out through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, lots of popular podcast platforms, and of course, youtube.com slash Cheryl Sitz. If you learn and grow through the things that we share on this show, would you show us a little love, please? That helps us keep this going absolutely free for our listeners. You can do that at journeyofpossibilities.com slash support. And your contributions really do make a difference. Thank you. Joining us in just a moment, Joy Rezor. Hi, I'm Mario Rosales. I am the producer of Exploring Possibilities. I actually do IT work. I do website design. I do uh, remote support. You know, one of the things that I've been having recently I've been working with people that are on Wix. And at the beginning, even I had the idea that Wix wasn't that powerful. But as I started working with it, I found out that there is so much more in there that we are not taking advantage of. We're not taking advantage of its database functionality. We're not taking advantage of their autoresponders. And a lot of this comes included for free in some of their packages. I've learned the system very well to the point that I can train you on how to do it. or If you ask me to to do some complicated task, I can design it for you within Wix. Then after I'm done, I give you the training on how to use it. And then if you have any troubles, you can always call me. Thank you. I am Mario Rosales, and you can reach me at MarioRosales.com. Let me help you out wherever I can. Thanks. Joy Rezor is an author, spiritual director, ordained minister, and creator of Joyful Wares to display, wear, and use every day. Her website is JoyOnYourShoulders.com. In her own words, Joy hid in fear, blame, pain, and shame for so long that her delight in each moment now shines through in all that she is, end quote. You'll discover that right now as she shines through this podcast joining us. Welcome, Joy. Thank you, Cheryl. It's great to be here. I am so glad to connect with you. Thank you for reaching out through the website so that we could discover one another and explore this together. I really appreciate you doing that. Oh, it was my honor. (laughs) And you were so welcoming to my email. Anybody that wants to create more joy in this world, I am all about that. We are so ready for that. That's what's going to raise the vibration on this planet is finding our way back to our joy. And you help people do that. So I really just appreciate what you have done in your own inner work to get to a place where you can stand in your joy and it's contagious. Yes, everyone. (laughs) Anytime I'm with anybody, they feel better. That's the (laughs) whole secret right there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to go ahead and start with one of the books. I loved all of your books and I'm saving the best for last. So I want to start with Go Enjoy an Alphabetical Adventure, where you put essays, poems, and questions to ignite your joy. You say in the very beginning pages, I quote, I've been on a long journey to unwind tight tendencies that kept me scared, compacted, watching life from a safe distance. Tell me a little about that. Oh my gosh, that gave me goosebumps. It's your words. (laughs) I know, I know. Yes. 
To speak to the opposite of that, I will say that when I was on Kauai in 2018, having a bonus weekend because my hostess had a different time schedule than I did to get to the airport, we ended up uh, going snorkeling. And when I was standing by her trunk and she was getting out her motorcycle mama wetsuit for me to borrow... (laughs) I had this thought, oh my gosh, I used to watch life. I used to just say, oh no, thank you. You go ahead and do that. You go ahead and do that. I was such an observer and I would be taking the photos, but I wasn't engaged with life, partnering with life and the mystery of life until I was. Is that, did that answer the question? It did, yes. Absolutely. I think that's something we can all relate to to some extent or another in some area of our lives because, of course, the wounds that we came to heal in this lifetime are in different places for each of us. Some of us, they may be around, you know, parenting and, and, and children. Some of us, it may show up more in our romantic areas. Some of us, it may be more sexual. There's different places that this can show up. But in some aspect of our lives, I think every one of us has sat on the bleachers instead of playing in the game because of fear or pain or all of the above. What was your big wake up that you want to share with us that you knew you were done watching life and you were ready to play? Oh, gosh. Well, I think it's been happening more gradually, not just a big wake up, but the fact when I sometimes pinch myself that I have written these books and that they're touching lives all over the place, I know that I'm here to bring a vast amount of goodness. So how did you get started writing? Did you write yourself through the blocks that you feel like you had? Or did you go through the blocks and then write? Thank you. I have been writing. Writing was my first language, Cheryl. My throat chakra opened when I was 53 years old. I never could even ask to go to the bathroom when I was in a group. I have bins of journals. I have written every day for decades. I also wrote when I was in my 30s, I wrote a prayer to become the joy I am created to be because I knew I had wounds in me from my childhood that I didn't know how to remove. I didn't know how to be an individual without a bag of wounds on my back. So I basically prayed to God to lead me to that. And I was, I have told people I have lived in synchronicity for decades. I was led to the right book, the right classes, the right workshops, and then my husband, who is now my ex, moved me from Northeast Ohio to the mountains of Western North Carolina. And this is a Mecca for healers. So I would be make an appointment with one healer and she would refer me to another healer. And I think I became such a clear, I am a clear vessel to divinity without the blocks in my body 
which is why I have written these inspiring books effortlessly and the fun of writing my <laughs> writing my books. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah, I can hear the joy in your voice when you talk about them. And that's really all you do is share joy tips, how to how to get back to joy. And in that journey, you tap on things that may be blocking us from feeling that joy. And, and that's kind of a subtle invitation for us to look at that a little bit and call to ourselves like like you did by moving to North Carolina unconsciously, you attracted all, uh, yourself to all these healers to remove those blocks so you could be the joy that you were ready to be. And we can do that too. As we move through these topics that you touch on, you talk about highly sensitive people, you talk about honoring each person we meet, you talk about fun things like balloons and hula hoops. I, I found myself lightning just moving through the book and touching on the topics. <laughs> yes. I have heard that my books do that for readers. They they do receive tools, tips. They they feel lighter reading my words. Uh, they have my clients have called me a joy bringer. I am honored and happy to bring all the joy that I can to the world. I know for me, it felt uncomfortable to sit still with the idea that I deserve joy. Just that stirred things in me that I hadn't looked at because I didn't know how to just sit and relax and be in joy or to stop and play and not feel guilty because I wasn't doing something. And a lot of that was programming. A lot of it was old pain. There were a lot of reasons for that. So I think joy can be that beacon that we hold out in front of us that can start to illuminate what is between us and living in that joy that we all so desperately crave. Oh, I hear you. I think you're exactly right. And I know that years ago when I was writing my first book and someone would meet me, they would say, what do you do? I said, I'm writing a book to inspire joy. And every single person said, the world needs you. The world needs that. And I think that people are, sometimes they're afraid of feeling good. I think we have been so acculturated, indoctrinated, you know, the ones of us like me, it was, we were scared when our father would come home because what would he be bringing that day? You know, those of us who were codependent to others, those of us who lived with addicted people or live with addicted people, I know for a lot of people, joy, that it feels unreachable. It feels dangerous or something. But I am living such a joyful life. And I recommend it to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I can highly recommend joy, right? I Right on. Good for you. We do need to recommend it. And we deserve it. I know it, there was a thing of, do I deserve it? I was really scared that if I stopped and enjoyed myself, I was going to be letting somebody else down or something that really needed to get done wouldn't get done because I'm because Cheryl's over there goofing off again, you know? And so I became hyper vigilant and, and hyper busy and hyper everything. And 
I've been unwinding for the last 10 years and it feels so good. And now I'm playing in my creative side and, and I'm wondering, wow, why did I take so long? I know there's, I trust divine timing, but boy, do we all deserve this. We all deserve that joy and that play that we, we keep putting off for later. Yes. And I'm not a biblical, I'm not a biblical scholar, but I'm highly spiritual and I read spiritual texts. And every time I read, we are meant, we are not, we are meant to bring heaven to earth. We are meant to be like children. We are meant to love it here and play here. We are certainly not meant to be wounded and hold it. Right. We are not, we are not meant to live, to think of the past, hold the past. And I did that for so many decades. And I know that's why part of the reason I love every moment of my life is because we all know that life can be brief. And we know people have who have left their bodies, who have died. And we don't know exactly when our <laughs> when our time in these bodies is up. And I want to squeeze all the juice out of my life that I can. And I'm living without any regrets. I even wrote to my grown sons and said, hey, is there anything we need to talk about they live far away. One's in LA and one's in Germany. And I said, is there anything that we need to have a conversation around? Because I don't want to leave having any regrets. I don't burn bridges. I Every person I've ever met, they are in my heart. And if they cut me off, I used to be really hurt. And now... I just realize, hmm, it's their journey. They are on their journey. And for whatever reason, I don't fit in their journey right now. That's wisdom. Thank you for sharing that. That's really good, especially on the weekend of Mother's Day. If there's anything that we can do to bring healing to the relationships that are most important to us, there's no time like right now to do that. <laughs> yes, yes. I, you know, we we all know the stories, I think, Cheryl, of people that waited to say something and then the person they wanted to say it to got in a car accident that night. I mean, you you just cannot wait. And what I know is this, I'm divorced and I had different partners and I know that some of my friends may have looked at me like, what is wrong with that? <laughs> because they are with the man. They've been with the same person for 35 years or 40 years. And I honor that. But that is not the path of every individual. My path has been my journey. And on my journey, I married my opposite. On our one-year anniversary, I was so excited that I woke up and said, we're going to grow and change together. Isn't that great? And he said, 
what are you talking about? (laughs) I am who I am. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, okay, so there came a time when he wanted a divorce. He basically, (laughs) bless his heart, he moved me from Ohio to Western North Carolina and asked for a divorce after he got residency here one year later. And that was shocking to my system. Mm -hmm. But I had known so many people that had gotten divorced 15 years earlier, 20 years earlier, but they were still in it. And what I knew, because as he told me these negative things and why he didn't want to be with me, I heard a voice that said, take in this darkness, you need it, you're going to transmute it. So I just really ate that pain. I chewed on it. I journaled. I was on the mountain for five days until I could go off the mountain to my massage appointment. I live in a little town that is so beautiful and so support. (laughs) Everyone's so supportive of one another. But anyway, my path, so these post-divorce men, they all gave me gifts that I needed on my journey of healing into who I am. And I don't doubt that I will continue. I think we always are healing and growing So this won't end for me, but they were very critical on my journey. Uh, The one man teaching me mindfulness, teaching me how to listen, because I used to listen and say, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. (laughs) I used just to listen, just to be very quiet for the speaker. Another man Help heal helped heal my I had constipation for decades because I was holding my muscles, my everything, everything in my frame was so tight. And I had also lived as a dehydrated individual. Mm-hmm. Well, I am now, I have done so much body work, and he he took me out of state because he was serving clients out of state we would drive and he introduced me to his colonics person so I feel like he gave me a working digestion digestive system so now that I'm hydrated I'm not holding myself the tightness in my frame I love to drink water I'm very hydrated. I walk every day and I have attracted the most amazing partner who is not my opposite. <laughs> we are we are so resonant. We met at a unity center. I was raised in a Jewish family. I converted to Christianity. I was a church leader in a United Church of Christ church in a, a suburb of Cleveland, Ohio. When we were, when my husband moved me to Western North Carolina, 
um, the UCC, United Church of Christ, wasn't here. So I went to a Unitarian church. Then we, I could walk to the Unitarian church. Then I went, found my way. But at the Unity Center, I met a man. He met me. All we shared for so long on a Sunday morning was presence because I had be I have become so present. He would come up to me, hello Joy, hello Michael. And we might not share any other words, but I just want to tell anybody that's divorced or divorcing, believe in your future. Believe in your healing to become a better version of who you are because I am unrecognizable to who I used to be. Divinity has changed me and I am one with divinity. That's beautiful. And what you're describing, the process you're describing, since we are speaking right now, specifically to people who are divorced or single or probably listening to this story about attracting your ideal partner and wondering how to do that for themselves. It really is about becoming that best partner ourselves so that we do attract it. And I, I, I know for me, there was a point in my journey where it's like, okay, I keep thinking I need to find this right guy. And <laughs> Maybe I need to be that right partner and that right guy will will be here. And and then when he showed up, he scared me to death and I kept trying to push him away. And it is dear Mario here. And I just kept saying, no, you're not my right kind of guy. You're not the right kind of guy for me. And of course, he was the perfect kind of guy for me. I wasn't yet ready to be the right kind of partner for him. And so that journey of evolution is a beautiful thing. And and it can be challenging sometimes to be patient through that. But boy, is it is it a juicy journey and not one to be rushed through because we deserve every moment of it. Yes, I have. You're giving me such goosebumps, Cheryl. <laughs> and and the thing is, and they're truth bumps. And it's that this man didn't fit my for my egoic thinking. He wasn't the form. He wasn't the kind of guy I had been attracted to, but I was aware enough to realize, to look that it was egoic thinking and to let go of that and to lean in to see who is he beneath his form and beneath his form, he couldn't be the, a better partner for me. And I knew that I would come to love his form. And this is what has happened. So I really, you know, life, life is content. It isn't form. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's, I read, I have read every day a book, if I might name it. Um, sure. For everybody that is changing me every day, it's a book that a man channeled the words of G Jesus, of Jeshua ben Joseph. And 
written in the most beautiful poetic language that I don't know that I will ever stop reading this book. Of course, every time you read a book, you are different the next time you read the book. And this book is called The Way of Mastery. And it says to read it over and over to become a Christed being. Thank you for that, sharing uh, that. It sounds great. Who is the author? Yeah, it's put out by a foundation, the Shanti Cristo Foundation. Thank you. Yes. They desire a world with a bunch of loving souls. <laughs> and who among us doesn't want to live in a world with a, a whole lot of loving souls? Exactly. So your joy journal is lovely. It's a wonderful way to bring myself into the, the words that I read in your alphabetical adventure book, Go Enjoy. So I, those two pair very nicely together, and I wanted to give kudos for those. But the way that you are helping to light up our young people and our own inner children, because my inner child has been a big part of my healing. She did not play when she was a kid, and she's learning how now. And these books, designed to, ch designed to shine, read aloud rhymes for any size heart, volume one and volume two, your words, the illustrations are brilliant. I just can't say enough good things about these books. I smile from ear to ear when I pick them up. They're just wonderful. <laughs> so glad <laughs> that you have been touched by my books. And I think you understand from reading um, them that I did not, I don't feel that they're mine at all, that I, I didn't write them exactly. I have come to realize I am a channel and I am this where we all could be a channel. We have to, I think if we clear enough blocks and wounds in us, we could all be a channel of anything we believe in beyond us so that these books came through me, through my heart, my hands, my creativity. And I, I write about this in a new book that um, is coming out in June called, that I'm a co-author in, Wholehearted Wonder Women 50 Plus, Courage, Confidence, and Compassion at Any Age. And I write about that in, I think it's in my bio in that book that divinity visited me in, gosh, I guess it was about 10 years. It was, yeah, 10 years ago. <laughs> it was 2011. Taught me that separation is an illusion because I had been a poster child for separation. Mm. And taught me that with us in matter, and the power of the universe, having the power of the universe, we can co-create with that power. And when we start writing or start singing or start drumming, anything that we lean into, we can be supported by everything we do not see if we believe in the angels or our aspect of the God that we believe in. But 
how I talk about is everything I don't see that is supporting me, my ancestors. But this is a life is a co-creative process. And I've come to understand that these books, um, might you like me to read anything from? I would love one of the children's books. I'd love a reading out of that. But first, I wanted to ask you, who is Lauren Connell, who did the magnificent artwork in these books? And how did you two connect? It was a divine appointment, Cheryl, because when the first, when these words came through me, I felt like I was channeling Dr. Seuss. <laughs> and readers might feel that these are little Dr. Seussy. And I I was told at a spiritual convention that um, Ted Geisel, who was Dr. Seuss, is in my soul group. So I'm pretty sure that he and I wrote this these books. Yes, I believe <laughs> um, that. So... Because when it, it, that came, so I had this whole book and I felt that I wanted to honor it, that I didn't want to rush getting an artist. I had first put out two books that wrote themselves through me with effortlessness and really fast, but they didn't need an illustrator. So this time I needed an illustrator and I knew I would just be patient until I received the Just Right Illustrator. And months went by and I was receiving art and it wasn't speaking to me. And then I met with my friend in town who's a, who was a realtor and she said, oh my gosh, you have a child, my niece, Lauren Connell. I am going to give her, give me your card. I'm going to give her your card. And Lauren wrote me the next day and she said, you don't know how excited I am. And I said, tell me. And Lauren said, Joy, people have been telling me for years that I need to illustrate a children's book. And our process together, I did not tell her what to paint. I did know that I, I, when she asked, do you want watercolor or digital? I wanted watercolor. I allowed her to read the rhymes and, and paint what she felt she needed to paint. And so we had this co-create. It's a co-creation. Yes. Um, between us. And it was a journey also with her life, because bless Lauren's in her 20s, and she works, and she goes to school, and she dates, and she's she's a busy person. But we got her done. <laughs> we got her done. I hope I don't offend you at all with this, but if I had to pick between the pictures and the words, I couldn't. Like, they are just, they're my favorite words. They're my favorite pictures. These are my favorite children's books. There's only one other besides these two, and that's Neil Donald Walsh. So you're in good company. Really good, good stuff, Joy. Really good. Oh, thank you. And, and for listeners, if anybody knows about Kid Lit TV, it's apparently very known in schools and libraries and available to hundreds of thousands of schools and libraries. And Kidlit TV, I'm going to New York 
in June to be interviewed with, uh, his name's Rocco. He's very known, I think. And I, he's going to interview me about these two books. Yay! <laughs> and oh, Rocco Stano is his name. Rocco Stano. It's called Storymakers. So if you look up Kidlit TV and Storymakers, in the future, I will be, uh, these two books are, <laughs> I'm going to be interviewed. I feel that they are classics and, and well, it was my, my new partner who named that. Um, he thinks they will be classics. That's and wonderful. And wouldn't, you know, wouldn't that be amazing for these books to be passed down in families and loved for a very, very long time? Yes. But I feel they are, that everything that when people read them and love them, and they say that to me, I'm so grateful. I'm so happy these are touching your inner child. And this is what I understood when the books were coming through me. I was typing them and I felt these will speak to not only the children, but to the inner child of the aunts, the grandmas, the uncles, that these books will help heal anybody who's reading them. Or as you put it on the cover, any size heart. (laughs) Yes, yes. I think that, and I have been told that my words are so healing. And I, I believe that that's my gift. You know, there are healers who do Reiki and healers that do chiropractic. And I am a healer with words. Joy, I would love for you to share some of those with the listener because we're already reaching the end of the show. So please select one that you would like to share. And if you wouldn't mind reading it aloud exactly as it was designed to be shared. Oh, thank you. I'd be delighted. Do you want to name alphabet letters or favorite rhymes that you have? (laughs) I loved all of it. No, I'd love you to share one of your favorites, please. Oh, gosh, I don't have, I love all of it, too. Um, so, but when I just opened the book yeah, um, to a random page, it came up to Quiet in the first volume. Perfect. Quiet. Whisper in places where loud doesn't fit. Tiptoe to bedtime when open eyes quit. Talk in soft tones when weak voices are sore. Relax as you know that rest is the cure. Quietly walk up lanes you love so to visit old Doc and the roses he grows. Read in a corner with family aware or quietly sit next to Aunt Clara's chair. I love that. And I just want to point out that when there isn't a, an appropriate word in the language to go with the flow of the topic, you invent them. And that's the Dr. Susie part. There's, there's almost like invented words in some of these that just fit better than normal words would. And I loved that about it. It's like, oh, there's, there's true creativity at work. Because after all, all words were invented. It's all arbitrary and agreed upon. So why not invent a few more, right? (laughs) 
right. And, and how fun to invent words. Like, um, what comes to my life? Um, well, an antelazoon. Um, so in Z is zest. Zest could mean spice. Get, zest could mean spice that's added to meat or an antelazoon who steps on your feet. <laughs> Zest comes to your heart like an inner idea as gratitude grows for ways that are dear. When life zips along with fun on the side and friends who stop in bring airplanes that glide. It's a spirit that's light. It's a path lit this way. Add spice as you can. Icing zest to your days. Perfect. Joy, I'm so glad that you reached out to me in your joy and wanted to share these books and wanted to come on the show and talk to us about ways that we can bring more joy into our lives. And for anybody that would like just a quick infusion of joy, get a copy of one of these children's books because your inner child deserves to play. And the older you are, the better. Because kids know they're supposed to be playing, right? That they have some space for that in their lives. But as we get older, we really don't make space for that in our lives. And read yourself to sleep at night and enjoy these incredible pictures. My gosh, the artwork is just superb. I'm so glad that they're getting the recognition they deserve. Thank you so much, Cheryl. It's been a true pleasure to talk with you today and to add what I can to the collective voice to inspire everyone to love who you are and play, <laughs> even if you're an adult. <laughs> yes. And if you doubt for a moment that expressing your joy won't touch someone else's life, I really want to share a quick little story before I wrap up this show. Mario and I have resumed doing drumming circles to the joy of our hearts because we love them and they had stopped during the pandemic. So we had our first drumming circle and we had it on private property of a very gracious man who let us come and he has exotics. And so while I was walking around the drumming circle drumming, I noticed an ostrich I had been playing with earlier kind of dancing with me. And it was so fun. So I started to dance while I walked and drummed. And then the ostrich started dancing some more. And then she she crouched down and I thought, oh my gosh, she's in pain. What's wrong with her? And then she popped back up and started walking funny. And I looked down on the ground and she had laid an egg right oh in front of me. And everybody turned around and went, oh my gosh, did she just lay that egg? It was It was a magical moment of connection with nature, nature oh, showing me gosh. that connection. Isn't that fun? <laughs> yes, it's fabulous. Oh, it's goosebumpy. <laughs> oh, yes. And the kids that were there, of course, they were all excited. And so we all passed the egg around and oohed and all over it. And it was warm. And, and it, the whole thing was just magical. And if we're lost in the busyness of our lives, and we all have those moments, I understand. But if we don't make the time to connect with nature and invite nature to show us how connected we really all are, we're missing it. So give yourself that gift before the next show and let me know how it works for you. Take some time in nature. Get yourself a copy of Designed to Shine and read it aloud to yourself and let your inner child play because you deserve it. Amen. <laughs> And with that, we will wrap up another episode. 
And please join us next time on Exploring Possibilities.